Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. This is your half-empty Cup of Joe. Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquint and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. Good morning and welcome the half-empty cup of Joe. Joe and Jason on this Monday are going to be joined with Steve Mitchell and uh, I, I, it's always great having Steve. Uh, he's not afraid uh, to touch the third rail of anything, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, Robert Malone, the doctor Robert Malone, he was out uh, over the weekend uh, on, on a substack talking about how uh, the government is really beholden to uh, the pharmaceutical lobby and the pharmaceutical in, in industry and it's something, as we've watched all of these things play out here, uh, the government very smart because they're creating a digital currency, which is not a cryptocurrency. Right now, cryptocurrencies, right? they use this blockchain. It's a little harder on the crypto side to figure out who the person is. In other words, hey, you know, uh, they value your privacy. I'm going to tell you right now, not only can it be done, it's been done. The government can find out who you are if they want to. I want everyone to know that the digital currency doesn't operate that way. It's more of a general ledger situation well what what's the difference what does that mean that means when the government tells you oh no we're going to protect your privacy that's a flat-out lie a general ledger situation literally puts every purchase you make to you at least with the blockchain the government's got to jump through a few hoops to figure out who you are. Uh, with the central bank digital currency, it's easy. Matter of fact, the central bank will know who you are. Period. And so will the IRS, and so will the banks, and so will everybody else. Well, Joe, I can make it real easy. The uh, central bank digital currency, they have the keys to your car. With, like, Bitcoin, they, they want to get the keys to your car. Yeah, you have the keys to your car for Bitcoin, but they, they, they know how to go and get it if they really need to. It's a little harder for them. But with a digital currency by the federal, the, the, the central bank, they already have your car keys. And, and think about this. And, and, and going back to uh, Robert Malone, essentially saying, by the way, the healthcare industry, they have your keys. Right? They have your keys. And the mm-hmm. government does what they're told when it comes to health. And now think about being told what to do when it comes to your money. I mean, uh, when we talk about the rails, right, are there any two bigger 
uh, than, than your money and, and the health care, Steve? No, and you know, I was just thinking, I just, I was just looking at email. Uh, so there's a thing called HEPA. Uh, it's, it determines what people can look at, look at as far as, you know, pharmacists and doctors and stuff. Every time you go to the doctor, they throw a piece of paper in front of you telling you that you know, sign here and let them know that you acknowledge their HIPAA requirements and <clears throat> that they comply with HIPAA. Well, I get this email, basically says, the state of Colorado's medical records in, uh, indicate that you probably haven't had your flu shot this year, nor your RSV shot, nor your COVID shot. So they got the keys to all of the ignitions. They're not supposed to have access to my medical records. They're not a healthcare provider, but somehow the state has the ability to get into my medical records and decide. I mean, they say, well, it indicates that maybe you don't. They know I don't. Right. They know for a fact I don't. Right. Or they wouldn't be sending that, right? And, and you know, the other side, too, think about uh, uh, HIPAA. It was supposed to prevent people like your employer getting access to your medical records. Uh, and then, of course, what happened? The second COVID came up. Never mind. Right. Forget it. You, you're allowed to know. Right. And, and and again, with the stroke of the pen, the government pretends that they care about your privacy right up until they don't, Jason. That's right. That's right. And then uh, I like the way you brought the health care in, because, you know, if I have Joe's car keys, you know, I could I could uh, give them to my drunken friend on a Friday night anytime I want to. Right, Joe? You know, not only is do they have the legal authority to to do what they want with your with your money, they could also just willingly give it to somebody that's irresponsible and let them have control over your money. That's one thing we haven't really talked about: digital currencies. You know, and I like that you brought the medical industry. Yeah, what if uh, what if you had that uh, that emergency car wreck? Okay, and then the, the the ambulance brings you in, and then you have the emergency, you know, uh, surgery. Okay, and then uh, your health care doesn't quite cover it. Well, what if the hospital's, you know, given some sort of extra governmental control over your account? Hey, it says legally we can't drain your account, but it says each month we can take 10% of what's there. You know, we have no idea how far-ranging the financial situation is going to be controlling us in the future, Joe. I mean, this sounds more like a gold show, but, I mean, man, this is why you got to put away stuff that has no counterparty risk. We haven't, we haven't used the term in a while, Joe. No counterparty risk. Everything is a counterparty risk now. And that, Bitcoin's nice. There's less counterparty risk, but you're not holding it. It is a digital thing. And, and, a, and, a, and a central bank digital currency, Joe, it's, it's, it's one of the most evil things ever. That are, your time is essentially on the Internet for someone to take from you. Time is money. That's what it is. How many dollars you make per hour? And, and the, you can let the government control all that saved up time, all those hours of work, Joe? No, thank you. You know, and, and think about uh, this step, because this is kind of closing the loop here. Uh, at least before, hey, if your company required you to get the shot, Stop you could say, you know what, I'm not going to work for you. I'm going to find somebody something. who does it. 
Stop all of this, all of a sudden, seems to be changing. We'll talk more about that when we return. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- to 8-foot-tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. dollars You take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound. Apply direct pressure and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. So before the break, we were talking about uh, tying health care in the central bank digital currency. You know, and I said before the break, I said, well, you know what? If your job required it, I guess you could find a new job that didn't. For some people, they, that, for some people that's exactly what they did. Right? For others, they're like, man, I don't know if I can find a job, and if I do, it doesn't pay me as much, and i got to start over, and, and, and you went and got the vax. Now with this digital currency, they'll know you haven't gotten it. And they can just cut you off until you do. Doesn't matter where you work. Doesn't matter whether or not your employer wants to enforce it or not. And I bring this up because you got to remember, the government is beholden to the pharmaceutical industry. And, and if you guys don't think that they won't pressure the government into doing this, uh, you're going to be sadly mistaken, Jason. Sadly mistaken. You know, I, uh, 
I, I don't like anybody having you know anything that's especially that doesn't take a lot of time and effort. I want to to, to take care of my money because I've said a few times in the past, if you don't worry about your money, somebody else will, right? And and uh, I'll, I'll just ma mention the company. I, I I'm one of those guys. I don't even like the automatic withdrawal stuff. I don't like giving that power, and it is a power to to whatever you know the the, the natural gas company or the electricity company or whatever, you know, monthly thing that you're paying for, a subscription to whatever. I don't like doing that. I, I'd rather pay the bill when the item is due or, you know, so to speak. And so uh, the last advertising that actually got my attention was uh, Dr. Squatch. You've probably seen this show, right? The the natural soaps and the funny commercials where the guys, you know, uh, you know, talk about, hey, you don't want to put all these chemicals and stuff on your body. And so uh, I think it was my mom and my and, and my wife and I. We decided, well, yeah, let's let's order some of that soap. And so I don't know. Every year or six months, we might put an order in, right? Put give them the credit card. I don't, this is how bad digital. This is credit cards are a digital currency, and they're supposed to be handled under a set of rules. Well, this company who wanted automatic, they wanted to just send us automatic bars of soap. You know, they, every time you get on the phone, it's like, oh, get on the automatic with, you know, we don't, don't want to do automatic. We'll order when we want some. Well, somebody over there sent us a big package full of soap. And they had us uh, with a subscription, and they charged our account. They took the credit card number without authorization, put us on a subscription, sent us a bunch of soap we didn't order. And, and, and then I, I was like, you know, I, Joe, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how it's going to feel. Even for the people that love the digital money system, kids are growing up. This is all they want. I, I saw the uh, what I saw. I saw the Venmo 13 to 17 ad on TV the other day. 13 to 17 year old kids can go get the Venmo card. It's kind of like soda pop before the beer companies get a hold of you, right? And even for the generations of people that love that digital money, some of them are actually going to like look at their their balance sheet of all their charges that month, and they're going to start saying, "Well, what is all this stuff here?" And in the future, it's going to be what, Joe? Well, the Federal Reserve has decided you're not spending the money in the right place, so we docked you some. Some of that money was supposed to go here, so instead, you buy what you want, but we're going to grab a chunk and put it where it needs to go. I mean, there's no end to the corruptness of it. And, and most people, Joe, I think, are just going to just stand in line and say, well, well, as long as I'm comfortable, as long as, as government, mom and dad's keeping me safe, they're just going to let it happen. It's these people, Joe, that just comply, 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 that drive me nuts because it makes it harder for me to to have a freedom of choice, right? Pretty soon there will be no choice, which that sucks. Yeah, and again, I think that's the the thing. And if you want to look at uh, the executive order that, that put us down this path, uh, executive order, so you guys can look for yourself. I want to get it here. I had it. I'm sorry. Look at that. You know what? Right on the spot. Uh, 14067. Uh, March yep. 9, 2022. Signed by President. Yep. Uh, uh, signed by Joe Biden. I won't even call him president. Uh, executive order 14067, which essentially starts us down the path now of this digital currency. And again, this is not blockchain. They're going to want you to believe that it is. This is simply straight general ledger, which puts you and your purchases together. No matter what the government says about privacy, they know exactly who you are and what you've done. Even if they claim that they don't, it's just simply not true. Steve.
You know, I was uh, in another life and another time. I was involved with uh, fiber optics, fiber optics, and telecommunication stuff. And I went to a class that was taught by one of the people who was the head of the security for the Mormon Church. And he, I had lunch with him. I thought he was an interesting guy, and we had lunch. And he was talking about why the Mormon Church had their own satellite and why they had chosen an encryption uh, protocol that wasn't standard, that was like one or two grades or bits above what the NSA had used currently. And he pointed me to a book called The Puzzle Palace inside the National Security Agency, America's Most Secret Intelligence Organization. It was published in 1983. And he said, read this book and you'll understand that nothing that you do is secret unless you do something extreme to keep it secret. And uh, I read the book. There's a whole series of like, I think, three or four books. And it's terrifying. You know, the people that think that, you know, they go into these these uh, encrypted email and phone applications and think that they're that they're private. The government has their thumb on everything. They, you know, I remember when I think it was called PGP, pretty good privacy was an email app that came out and the federal government went and shut them down because at that time they actually could encrypt to the point that the government couldn't uh, read what was going on. We're, we're way past that now with the computers that they have now and the, and the algorithms. So to think that the government doesn't know what you're doing at all times is that's wrong thinking. They always know. It's just are they interested. Are, are you making the case that it shouldn't matter? Steve, are you saying, hey, it doesn't matter, uh, the government already knows anyway? No, I just think that people, you know, people like my son and, and other people, they pop on, they want to have these super secret conversations. And I think it's you need to understand that at all times, unless you're face-to-face -face with your phones turned off and in another room, they're listening and they know what you're doing. Well, Joel, Joel say this. I, I think there is a little bit of that, that it doesn't matter. You know, I mean... Uh, there is that there is that hidden in plain sight situation. I think that's what Steve was just saying, uh, which is, you know, are, are they looking for you? So for me, the, the problem isn't really are they looking and, and, and they obviously can if anytime they want to. It's, it's that it's that whole thing. It's, hey, we're going to record. You know, that's what all those data banks are. They, all these these big data banks are storing all this information. So it's not really, are they listening? That's not, you know, I think a lot of people is like, ah, they don't really care about little old me, which is true. Until there's a reason, I don't know, 10 years down the road when suddenly they are interested in you. And then they pour over all that stuff in the databank about you personally. You know, I, see, I don't think people understand. A whole, a whole digital record of who you are is being established for every human in this country, at least, and eventually be the whole world. And uh, I'll go back to uh, John Gruden, right, Joe? Remember John Gruden? Coaching the Raiders, and then what they did? It went like five or six years, eight years back. Some emails he sent. Look, look, he's a jerk. Fire him. Then suddenly, all of this surveillance then becomes a problem, right? We're human, so we're all going to say or do dumb things. It's just now these kids, they don't have the sense to do it privately, where there's no cameras and audio rec recordings. Joe, they just do it right there online because their private world is everybody listening. When they think nobody's listening, I mean, it's like. Um, I think they know people are listening, Steve. They just they just 
are ignorant to how, to how the, what the consequences are. I think they think that once it's a couple of years behind us, people just stop being interested. But like that's why I brought John Gruden. Look, look how many years uh, uh, past uh, bit him, right, Joe? And he's gonna, he's going to sue the NFL and win. By the way. Well, the the, well, I, the I, thing about all of this too with these kids, I think they do want people to listen. I think they bank on that, right? Because uh, isn't that what social media is all about now? Right, uh, in a kind of a weird way, uh, the the government has uh, got them right where they want them. They're, they're like, gosh, these guys are so dumb. They actually want us to see this stuff. Yeah, they're. This is the the big selfie generation. They uh, they you know they they are very much oriented toward attracting attention to themselves. That's true. Joe. You know, well, I was just going to say, you know, Steve, and again, I know I kind of hijacked you here a little bit, but I wanted to bring it up because uh, because of the the medical side uh, as well. And I think you've done a good job in letting our our, uh, listening audience know uh, that the the big government and the pharmaceutical companies, they're they're one in the same. But but. what, what was it that you wanted to bring today? You know, I, I have like a, I have like a lot of general topics. That, you know, we, we have the same topics that we've been talking about. We've got the war. We've got, you know, this, I mean, it's obvious that there was a stand down. It's obvious that they're doing everything they can to accelerate the war. It's obvious the United States wants to get involved. It's obvious that the Muslim world is trying to generate the last war, I guess. I mean, these things are obvious. It's, you know, it's so obvious people have gone on past it, they don't even talk about it anymore. But but we have stuff going on here in the United States. It's, I've noticed something that, um, and it bothers me. This bothers me. I don't I don't know why it bothers me. But, you know, I'd, I used to commute through the homeless community of Denver all the time. And, you know, now when you go to Denver, it's become huge. I mean, it's that community is much, much larger than it was. It's spread all over the city. Uh, but I've noticed a phenomenon in the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's, I know it's been going on before that, but I've really noticed it lately. Young people running around with backpacks on their backs, obviously homeless and transient people. That's a new thing. That is not what we've had in the past. And I'm just wondering... You know, is the economy catching up with the with the Gen Z? Is is the reality of the world starting to impinge on their world? And I don't wish ill to anybody, but I but I see these people, and they're in that age group uh, on the street, a lot of them, and and probably nobody's watching and nobody's paying attention because those people are invisible to us. We just, you know, we can't believe in America we've got this stuff going on. But if you drive through downtown Denver, you'll see that, you know, it's like a city within a city. Tents and squats and, you know, well, it's Steve, amazing. But to, to add to what you're saying, there's a lot of the younger, because people tend to have a little more sympathy for younger homeless than they do some guy who's probably still chugging too much uh, whiskey and he's 55. But there's a lot of these uh, younger kids that uh, they don't have a place to live, but they've got enough friends or even adults that watch them go into school with their, their friends they don't get to live at their friend's house, but hey, I'll let you. You can come in, sleep, and leave. 
And so I, I see a lot of that where they're on the street pretty much all day long, and they do have like one link or a couple links to, to couch surf, so to speak, just for the evening. And But uh, people don't really want to take a lot. Of, you know, you take in a problem like that, it, it, it creates chaos in your house. But I think with the younger folks, uh, Steve, I see a lot of there is some assets to get a, a warm. You know, here we're getting into the cold season. You can't be living on the street when it was 19 or was it 10 degrees last night. That's that gets to be dangerous. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know. You know, it's like I have I have kids that are in that age group, you know, and I'm aware of you know that that phenomenon that's going on. And uh, but this seems to be a new thing that seems to be recent in 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 its origin so maybe you know maybe the listeners have some insight into it i'm not really sure but it it troubles me a lot to see these young people on the streets you're listening to steve mitchell he is our guest on the half empty cup of joe joe and jason we'll be right back Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. 
Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot-tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only one seventy. You take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. We are living in America, America, it's wonderful. We are living in America, America, America. We are living in America. Coca-Cola, sometimes war. We are living in America, America, America. We're back now. Eight. 8- Seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. The half empty cup. Joe with Jason with Steve Mitchell, and Steve's making the observation. You know, and I I don't know. I'll have to look uh, because I, I'm I'm driving to work so early in the morning. I don't see them, um, and uh, I don't take the freeway to work any longer. So uh, you know that we're here. The homeless tend to congregate near the uh, underpasses or overpasses, whatever you want to call them. But Steve is saying that he thinks there's a, a, a new trend. Now, we know the ones, the younger ones that we'd seen in the past, addicted to drugs and, and, and the mental health issues. But, but Steve, what I hear you saying is, wait a minute, this has gotten bigger. Has it finally come I- to the point... Uh, for these younger people, that inflation finally got to them. Uh, maybe mom and dad ran out of money, right, or grandma and grandpa. Uh, but but you're, you're, you're kind of insinuating that you feel like there's another wave of homeless, and this wave in particular uh, seems the, the majority of them seem to be much younger people. That's what I'm seeing, and... Uh... You know, I, I've been watching for a week or two, thinking, "Oh, Steve, you know, it's just just statistics." There's, but there's definitely a new element of the homeless on the streets right now, and you see them. For one thing, they're not they're not out there panhandling very much. They're they're migrating around, uh, they're traveling, but they're not um, they're not on the corners panhandling for money. Not not like the the regulars that we normally see, and and at first I because it's kind of seeing this kind of coincided with with the beginning of this war. I thought, you know, with the, that suspicious part of my mind said, is this part of some kind of weird thing going on because of the protests with the Palestinians and the Israelis and stuff? But it's not. These are just people moving around, you know, and and at all times of night. You know, I'm I'm out in the weird times of night because I work nights and. Um, they're out there in the middle of the night. They're and they've got backpacks on and big backpacks. Not, you know, I know what I know what kids that are migrating from place to place and running away from their parents and 
and you know sneaking around on you know i know what that that stuff looks like i've raised a lot of kids but these are different these these are people who are carrying their belongings on their back and it, and it bothers me you know I, I it i had an article that came through um from one of the mormon basic websites and it talks about some parts of america are already on the verge of being ungovernable ungovernable as rampant lawlessness spreads like wildfire and they make the point that government only works if people agree to be governed and as long as uh we all agree to a set of rules that we're going to you know pretty much follow we get the police and people to enforce those rules and everything goes well but when the when society starts to break down and and people stop following the rules completely then it becomes a situation where government doesn't exist i mean it didn't exist anyhow for a lot of these people but it completely disappears in some of these communities and you know you're seeing this where you have these flash mobs that go into these stores and and, and attack and tear everything up and steal thousands of thousands of dollars worth of goods you know he's talking about a, a particular video in this in this letter about you know like 30 40 people went into a, a high-end uh store and they have a video of these kids just tearing everything up grabbing everything they can jerking stuff out and going out but they're driving like high-end lexuses and porsches and stuff you know they're not they're not poor people they're they're from a socioeconomic group that we're used to seeing rioting. I'll just leave it at that. So that that particular group seems to be based on on news coverage, which may or not be valid. One of the groups that has basically walked away from the rules of the, of society. But but I don't think it's just that group. I think that you're starting to see that everywhere because all the you know the shoplifting stuff you're starting to see the stores you know really tighten up on the security systems because they're being robbed blind and you know they're moving stores out of neighborhoods and uh even even here in longmont you see you know they're changing the flow of people through the store they're trying to become more like costco that you know they're trying to monitor as you go in and out they monitor you as you go through the scanning machines much closer than they used to because people used to follow the rules people you know there's always some part of society that was skimming you know money i i know that you know when i worked nights we'd see people go into king supers and they'd you know these kids would go in and they'd grab three or four six packs and they'd they'd stick them under the coats and then they'd get toward the doors and they'd they'd run for it and the store wouldn't do anything i don't it's just their policies don't chase them don't call the police just let them run right it still seems to be the policy is don't chase them, let them run. But now they're being robbed at such a high level. It's starting to impact their profits severely. And you have well, to ask, is a, it is it because... Go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say, I had uh, someone chime in on the text line, 877-536-1360, if you want to be part of the program. I've met a few of these youngsters living on the streets. Some even have a part-time job, but rent is too high. They would rather live on the street because they can party and do drugs anytime they want. No parent telling them how to live. So this is, hey, 
My parents weren't going to let me uh, party and drink and do drugs and do come and go as I please. Uh, so I'd rather uh, live out on the street and do it that way. Uh, and then uh, was a occasional uh, homeless shelter they'll go to. But as soon as the shelter starts telling them, hey, you got to do this or that, uh, they leave. So so at least in, in, in the texture's point of view, yet yeah, you're seeing them. But this is the, uh, hey, if you don't want to live under my rules, get out. Back in the day, you could do that, right? I, you know, my parents and I had that, that discussion. Hey, you don't want to live under my rules, get out. Okay, well, great, I'm going to get out. I had a job, right? I could pay rent, uh, and I got out. Uh, for th- these kids and today, yeah, I could absolutely see that. Yeah, I'm going to get out, but I don't make enough to pay rent, and neither do my three other buddies, uh, but we're all going to be homeless together, I guess. You know, that type of thing. Wow. Yeah, well, see- we're going to hit the break, Steve, I, uh, and we got some callers that are starting to come in. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. Uh, well, we'll let Steve uh, come in and, and, and chime in some more. If you want to... Want to talk about it? Give us a call. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Half Empty Couple Do something. Stop bitching. Do something. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to AllAmericanGold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com.
877-536-1360. And then, you know, Steve mentioned the flash mobs. Well, I want to tell you right now, I think I see the future here. Um, in Washington, D.C., CVS, Walgreens, all these stores, Walmart. Uh, I know my wife, when she moved our son back into school in San Diego, they always there's, there's a Target near the campus. And this is not my first, my wife's first trip to this Target, right? This is, my, my son's a junior now. She's been there plenty of times and was amazed when she came back. Oh, my gosh, they've locked up everything. In D.C., they have stores now in certain parts of the city where there is nothing on the shelves except pictures of the items along with the price. And apparently, I guess you got to have the app of the store and you, you scan the barcode on the picture uh, and, then, and then you go up to the front. I mean... Uh, this is what the stores are saying. And, and again, I think we're going to see the end of stores. I really do. Uh, everything's just going to go online. I mean, uh, and they're going to say, well, it was shoplifting, right? It's, it, it, and, again, another reason, hey, we don't even need cash. You know what? You don't even go in stores anymore. Uh, everything's electronic. It's just it's absolutely crazy. You can actually see these pictures of entire CVS. That's that's nothing uh, but but pictures and barcodes. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Well, I'll just take over. Looks like Steve got distracted, but I'll. Uh, Joe, yeah, I, I concur for sure with with what you're saying. I I actually believe that. Uh, the days of letting people come in the stores and, and uh, run out with with whatever's in their arms—that's uh, actually one of the one of the ways you can convince most big businesses how they're going to uh, how, how convenient and great the uh, digital currency is. I believe, uh, kind of like the big box, those big warehouse stores that you go to, like uh, Costco and and uh, and Sam's Club. You know, you, you kind of have to have a card. You have to be you have to be, you have to be scanned before you come in. And then it doesn't matter if you run out with something, because when you run out with something, it gets taken off your card. So there is no if you if you come in and your card says zero, the the security guard at the front door is just going to say, well, you have to bring in a some form of money before you're able to to come in here and talk to us. So uh, let, let's we got a couple of callers lined up. If you want to call in, it's eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. And I'm just there. Uh, we go. Anne Anne is up first. Anne, go ahead. Thanks for the call. What is your comment? Well, I wanted to ask Steve, what's the name of the book again? Was that public, um, I mean, Palace Puzzle from 1983? And if you could talk a little bit about what's in it, because most people aren't going to get the book. Um, but I also wanted to say the the school board 
uh, you know, elections are now. So it's really important to go to your county a Republican website and see who's running because those people are not endorsed by the NEA, the National Education Association. We don't want any of those people on board because this problem starts in the schools, okay? Because they're they're taught horrific things, they're taught they're worthless, they're taught they're not taught. So anyway, um I'd like him to see if he could uh, uh talk about that um puzzle book, the palace puzzle. Or yeah, whatever the, the, name the name is, okay? Yeah, the name of the book is The Puzzle Palace, and it's by, let me get the author's name for you. It's by a guy named, guy named James Bamford. And he talks about the history of the NSA, basically, and how the NSA came to be, how it was formed, and how across time it has taken on more and more power. Uh, it monitors everything. You know, it... All transmissions in the United States are are monitored. All the phone lines are monitored. Uh, was it um, one of the big phone companies? The CEO of the phone company actually had to quit. He had to resign because he wouldn't agree to letting the the NSA tap their line the the phone lines. They have they have these terminals. I actually have one of our one of the customers at the at the spa <clears throat> used to work for IBM, and his job at IBM one of his jobs was to be in one of these communication centers in San Francisco where they basically went in and maintained the equipment that was used to monitor all the phone trunks. And so from time to time, he, you know, we, we talk about it a little bit. And uh, it's been going on a long time. They all the, all the phone lines in the United States are monitored. And, you know, there's a huge uh, facility in Utah now that is, I, I think it's, my sense is that it's like it's southeast a little bit of uh, Salt Lake City, but it's a huge NSA, CIA computer center. It's a, it it pulls as much electricity as the city of Salt Lake City, and it, and it's dedicated to monitoring everything that we say and do. So if you say you know one of the things that they talk about in this book, if you say key words. The computers automatically key onto you. The algorithm, yeah, the algorithm. Yep, the algorithm puts yeah. you on a list to be watched. I, I, I totally get that. I've, I've got experience with that. Uh, before we get to the break, I got Don. If you want to call in, 877-536-1360. Don, thanks for calling in. What's your comment? Yeah, I just had uh, uh, a comment with regard to, you know, some of the negative aspects associated with uh, – uh, displaying pictures and scanning uh, the QR code to, to make a purchase, that circumvents any warning labels, ingredient labels, uh, any of those kind of cautionary indicators that some people may be sensitive to. Uh, I, I would highly encourage people to contact their uh, uh, county commissioners, uh, uh, counselors, representatives, to, you know, depending on what your municipality is, and asking them to draft legislation that prohibits all digital transactions. That was Don calling in. We'll have a re- response to Don on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and use promo code KHNC. There you're going to find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. Cup, Joe and Jason, our guest Steve Mitchell. I agree with Don absolutely. Uh, anything you can do, uh, unfortunately, I don't know that that there is such a thing, right? I I think it's already too late, right? But uh, I think that unfortunately we're going to end up being bamboozled here by the government, and, and they're going to say, "Oh, well, we put all this privacy stuff in place." And I'll use HIPAA as the best example. Remember what HIPAA really was? HIPAA was about privacy. Right? Saying, hey, listen, people just can't access your healthcare information. That's private. Right? Guess what? Not private anymore, is it? Look at what Steve just said. Hey, I just got an email from the state of Colorado asking me why I haven't gotten my flu shot, my COVID shot, my RSV shot, and every other shot. Right, employers saying you need to prove to us that you got a COVID shot to work here, uh, Jason. I, I I love. I think we should. You need to have your voices be heard. But the way the central bank is going about the creation of this digital currency, I think it makes it all a moot point. Yeah, we we live in a world that's dictated by willpower, 
uh, what willpower can be, how strong your mind is, but it can also be how much influence you can uh, put onto somebody else. You know, the, one of the reasons why the rich can impose their will upon others is because they have all that money saved up. They got all that time and, and uh, assets. So, yeah, I, we should be able to stand up and, and stop for all this digital technology from taking us over. But part of the world wants it. They've been trained to think such a thing. And the other half of the world doesn't have the willpower to stand up against it, right? When, when people are comfortable and there's convenience, they tend to let their freedoms just go away. But if there's a lot of pain and suffering, and, and Steve started the show with a little bit of this. I'll go to Steve to finish off the segment. But, you know, these kids are out there comfortably being homeless because that's what I'm hearing, Steve. These, these, these kids are not uncomfortable homeless. They're just brats. I think Joe kind of put it, you know, talk about how these kids are, they can conveniently just, ah, I just don't want to live at home and live by those rules. So they go out and have a binge, and then they have some emotional moment with their parents, like, oh, I've cleaned myself up, I'm all good, and maybe a year or two goes by, and then it's time to binge again. I, when the pain and suffering happens, Steve, when we see real pain and suffering, which I think is, is getting ready to happen to this country, then I think you start to see people's – one thing to, to, to overcome those that are – you know, stepping on your throat, so to speak, financially and through through uh, losing of your freedoms. Pain and suffering tends to be a huge motivator, Steve. So suddenly you wake up, it's like, okay, I want something back. I want I want my life back, right, Steve? But I don't think we're there yet. Well, you know, I am – that that population that Joe was talking about, you know, that, you know, I don't want to live at home. I don't want to be controlled. I'm very familiar with those people, Um uh, I had a son who was a street person, and and I'm, I'm unfortunately very familiar with that society. So that's one of the reasons I actually pay more attention. And and I would say this, Jason, I don't sense. I think that the pain that you're talking about may already be happening. We're seeing we're seeing the leading edge of that with these people starting. These, yeah, starting. Yeah, these are like some of these are like like committed couples and stuff. These these people that I'm seeing don't look like that population. They look like regular people who just can't find a place to live. That's the end of Hour 1, Joe, right? Uh, hour 2 coming up. Stay with us. Joe and Jason. Steve Mitchell's our guest on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. We'll be right back. Do something. Stop bitching. Do something. Stop bitching. Do something. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693.
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Republicans should be criticizing the Georgia governor, Brian Kemp, for his hands-off, see-no-evil approach to the crisis of Donald Trump being unjustly indicted in Kemp's own backyard, especially after a Georgia state senator asked Kemp to call a special session of the legislature. Apparently, these political indictments were timed to drop after legislators had adjourned for the year, but they can be called back into session by their governor. Kemp has refused. The hardship imposed on the 19 Republicans targeted by this political prosecution is immense and nearly unbearable. Most of them lack the resources to fund their own legal defense, and some of them are not even in Georgia at all. If a Republican county prosecutor had done this to 19 Democrats, then Democrat governors around the country would be rallying to their defense. There would be howls of protest about such a blatant misuse of prosecutorial power for political gain. If Georgia will not restrain the misuse of its taxpayer dollars to infringe on First Amendment rights, other states should defend the rights of their own residents against this wrongful attempt to chill political activity in a national election. After all, objecting to an election as a fraud is no crime, yet that's all these indictments allege. Racketeering laws invoked by the Democrats in Georgia against Republicans have been misused before against conservative groups. The U.S. Supreme Court finally shut down the improper use against a pro-life group under the federal racketeering law, but only after multiple appeals to the higher court. In 1964, the late Phyllis Schlafly wrote about the perennial battle between powerful liberal insiders and grassroots conservatives in her timeless classic, A Choice, Not an Echo. The flagrant misuse of prosecutorial power becomes the latest chapter of interference with the American people in selecting our president. Governor Kemp should be held accountable. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis should be held accountable. However, more than anything else, we need to recognize that we will all be held accountable by future generations if we allow our elections to crumble under the weight of these unjust influences in a presidential contest. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On college campuses and social media, in boardrooms and the public square, conservative voices are being silenced. What happened to free speech or to the First Amendment? At phyllisschlafly.com, we're still listening. So let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for joining us and come back again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. 
I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquint and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. We're back here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason joined with Steve Mitchell. Had a, a texter text in, hey, I, they have a produce business, and uh, they're going to go to membership only, by appointment only, uh, because of the theft is such a problem there. I mean, th- this is kind of this, this growing trend, and they did such a great job, didn't they? By all of a sudden, somehow... It just became policy that nobody does anything to shoplift. You don't stop them. Uh, you don't. You don't try. You, you don't do anything. You don't chase after them. You don't block them. You don't engage them. Uh, and, and seemingly, overnight, this seemed to be the new policy everywhere in, in every store. Uh, it, it really it it defies logic. And of course. You saw a bunch of the what I'll call the uh, the blue cities, where they had the Soros DAs, where they said, "Hey, listen, we're not even going to prosecute this stuff. If it's not over like a thousand dollars, we're not even interested. We're just going to let them go. Uh, no cash bail." It seems like uh, <clears throat> between the big retailers and the government, they all decided, "Hey, let's let this be a problem." And I think this is exactly what they want. They want this to be a problem. So then they can go to, hey, you know what? 
you know, stores as we know it don't exist anymore. We're going to shop differently. And think about like like Amazon, right? They, they have where you don't go to the Amazon store, right? I mean, is that is that in our future right, where uh, stores are a thing of the past, right? Hey, you can't shoplift because there's not a store to go to. Go ahead, Steve. I think that I think there's some truth to that. You know, it's, I have neighbors who they don't go to the store now. They they have everything delivered to them. It, we're getting to the point where people don't, you know, I think, and I think COVID had a lot to do with this too. People have become very detached from the traditional, you know, brick and mortar society. I mean, uh, and with Google and Amazon and, and all these different places, it's so easy to just order it and have it tomorrow. You know, I mean, Amazon's delivery system is so efficient now. I know here in Colorado, I think they have two or three warehouses and, and it's not unusual to get something the next day, uh, and there's very few things that we that we need immediately. You know, if you want to go to the store, and and I think another thing that's contributing is there's so much more variation of product, and as as the stores become more and more locked down, people become I don't know about other people. I get here, you know, like, I'm an old guy. You can check my my receipt as I go out the door, like I'm going to steal a can of beans or something it's irritating me so i you know i stopped going and now in colorado they make you pay for the freaking bag you know if if these stores had any integrity at all they basically just absorb the cost of the bags they can't sit there and say oh we're the we're the we're the victims of this law this legislation they were they were there when it was being passed no one's going to pass it without them and they could absorb that cost in a heartbeat but they don't right they don't even know where to send the money. Steve, they already have. They already paid for the bags before the law was passed. That's the whole point. There's, you know, the uh, the, the store doesn't pay for anything that the the consumer does. Yeah, it's all it's all rolled into into the price anyhow. So it's like, what a what a crap. You know, you go to other states. How many bags do you want? You know, like, oh, I'll give you three or four more. You know, it's like everywhere. You know, when we went to Florida, we went to Texas. People, they throw bags at you like crazy, and people use those bags and other things in their life. In Colorado, they act like you're a like you're a criminal if you ask for a bag. Guilt, guilt, right, Joey? You just gotta be walking around yeah, with all this uh, guilt. It's a part of that whole fear scheme, right? I, I'm with Steve. I, I don't like saying that too much. But I, I maybe I'm just a crotchety old guy now. I get annoyed with this because you're you're seeing uh, this more and more. Show me your receipt, and and I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? Do I look like a shoplifter to you? Right? I mean, come on, give me a break. It and, and and then seeing things locked up. You know, it used to be one thing. You know, it started with the razor blades. That that was the first thing. I remember being locked up. If you had like a store with cosmetics, right? You know, like the department stores, the cosmetic stuff was always in a case. Jewelry was always in a case, but everything else was, you know, it, it was just out there. And, and, and every, it seems like every six months, more and more of the stores get locked up. Things get locked up. And it, the rougher the part of town, the more stuff, is locked up. I was in a Walmart not that long ago. It wasn't in, I wouldn't say it was in a bad part of town. It wasn't in a a, a, a great part of town. But they had, I, they were locking up shampoo. 
soap, right? Lotion, right? You had they had a button, and there's cameras everywhere. You had to hit the button and wait for an employee to come and open the case so you could get shampoo or deodorant. I mean, they locked up everything. So the case says. Go to Walmart.com to buy your stuff, Joe. Just like you're saying earlier, getting that's that's another phase of getting rid of the stores. Right here, we're just showing you the stuff you can buy, so you can go home and order it online. Because we're not going to let you walk out with this anymore, because too many people are stealing it, Steve. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for the brick and mortar stores to compete if they won't let you put your hands on the products, right? Or if they don't have the products in stock. Now, when I when I walk through Best Buy, I always wonder, how's Best Buy going to survive? Going up against Amazon and some of these other online, you know, suppliers, because they don't have half the stuff that you need. There you go. You're listening to Steve Mitchell. He's our guest here on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. Give us a question, a comment. We'll be right back. Do something. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. Are you prepared for a power outage? never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Half-Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at Cup, Joe and Jason uh, got Steve Mitchell with us. I, I'm gonna 
uh, shift gears here because it's something where, you know, we have speculated for this. And I know everyone's talked a lot about uh, what's going on in the Middle East. So I had to adjust my chair. I shrunk there. Uh, but we had speculated. And I want to say, Steve, uh, it may have been uh, with the show that we had you on. Hey, did they let this happen? In other words, were there people in place that had the power that purposely looked the other way to allow this event to happen? And it turns out, according to Zero Hedge, that this may actually have been the case that the Israeli Defense Forces knew well in advance that there were things happening along the border and that the higher-ups ignored it. In a recent interview with Israeli media, multi-members, multiple members of the Israeli Defense Forces Combat Intelligence Corps said that for at least three months before the attacks, they had repeatedly observed Hamas members conducting paramilitary training along the fence line, digging holes along the fence line, studying the area with maps, examining the ground surface, and even placing detonating explosives along the way they said that uh, not only did they know it it was widely reported and had been repeatedly reported compounding the rage of the uh, uh, of the uh, combat intelligence corp that there were uh, they were only the only soldiers that actually survived this attack were the, the these two individuals who are now saying, uh, and again, it sounds like maybe they weren't supposed to live at all. Like everybody in this group was, was maybe supposed to be taken out. These two survived and have now come out and said, we were telling the higher-ups three months ago that all of this stuff was happening and, and we told them all about it, and it was simply ignored. Yeah, you know, this, I don't, I don't know if people really understand that when they listen to this show, uh, especially, I mean, because I, uh, I tend to make Joe's blood pressure go up and his sphincters tighten. We say things on this show before the national press even comes around to having to say it. And we were one of the first stations in the United States talking about this, I am certain. And and it may have sounded crazy when we talked about it, but now it's becoming more and more obvious that it's true. You, I mean, it's like, you, you can't ignore it. There was a stand down. Yeah, okay. Let's say this, talk I mean, go ahead. Let, let me say real quick, Joe. Uh, Alex Jones on 9-11 said, look, it's a false flag operation. Somebody made this happen. He, he, I mean, he had already been in these 
understood these types of situations. This is what he was doing for years and years and years. Here we are in 2023. When I was watching the weekend of the Hamas attacks and seeing with precision how these buildings were coming down in Israel and and uh, and the 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 scope of the attack. All I had to do is sitting there is like, how is this happening? How, how, that these buildings weren't even coming down. Once again, you had stuff that looked like it was controlled demolition. All of these rockets coming in, they were coming in from all different directions. It's like, how is this even possible? So, Steve, I'll say this: uh, not surprising to me at all. I just, it, to me, it was it had to be one of the first things I had to talk about on Monday when you brought it up. Was well, this looked like it was allowed to happen. Israel wanted to take out Hamas in Gaza. And they needed an excuse to attack. So the best reason to attack is a response to an enemy attack, Joe. So I, to me, not a surprise at all. I'm glad we brought it up that Monday when after it happened. But to me, it's, this is now I'm in the mindset that I have to I have to be suspicious. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to step on my own feet when it comes to like a Sandy Hook shooting and say, oh, it looks like false flag, it looks fake. I'm not gonna jump all over myself that badly. But I will speculate. And I'll say, hey, this looks like what I'm looking at, Joe. Right. Yeah, it doesn't look good because these are actual soldiers that were part of this unit whose job it was to to report the activities, right, so Israel wouldn't be caught off guard, right? This is one of the things that we have to believe, right, that somehow they did this and it was a surprise. Israel never saw it coming. Well, according, I mean, I'm just telling you, these are interviews that they were given uh, on Israeli TV. And they said, what's infuriating? One One of the two soldiers that lived. We saw what was happening. We told them about it. And we were the ones that were murdered from one of the two that did not die. These types of activity that were uh, were occurring at the border were concerning enough. But what was worse was the pace intensified as it got closer to, to October the 7th. One of the soldiers said it started, you know, weekly. You know, once a week we'd see something. Then it was daily. We were reporting it. Then it was happening multiple times per day. And they said that they uncovered all kinds of information about what they were planning on doing and talking about uh, taking over tanks, which they did, driving uh, equipment through the border fence, which they did, and, and bypassing the fence through the through the tunnels which they did and they said all of this was just uh, reported and ignored two other soldiers who were not part of the group that that all got you know killed we sat on shifts we saw the convoy of vans we saw the training people shooting and rolling, practicing taking over tanks. The trainer went. The training went from once a week to twice a week to every day to several times a day. 
We saw the patrols along the border. People with cameras, binoculars. It happened 300 meters from the fence. There were a lot of disturbances. People went down to the fence and detonated an outrageous amount of explosives. The amount of explosives was crazy. This was all in the training that was going on, and and seemingly, uh, Jason, they were caught off guard. Yeah, yeah. Well, this sure seems like a... They were observing a lot of activity that should have made them suspicious something was going to happen. Wow. I mean, (laughs) I don't know, but I mean, you know. Talk about something right in front of your face and then ignoring it, (laughs) which seems ridiculous. And and, and what these soldiers are saying is we kept reporting it and and, and nothing happened. Yep. Very, uh, very Pearl Harbor like. For sure, for sure. We, we got a caller coming in. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. You can also text that number, and Joe will read it on the air. Mickey, thank you for coming in, Mickey. Uh, what is your comment? Oh, good morning, um, I, I can't even speak to the homeless situation in Colorado. Okay, so um, I spent seven years in a bush just down the street from my grandparents in my 20s. I was working, um, and it just, I couldn't afford Boulder on the wages I was making. And then once I got comfortable with the whole idea of living outside, and um, I actually, I got to where I had it, I had it pretty good. Um, I worked full time and the rest of it, but I've been, I've had a chance here recently to meet a number of the Generation Xers and they can't take the Constitution fast enough. Um, you know, what do we do? There's only one simple answer for homelessness, and that's, that's work. I mean, I was interviewed by Boulder newspapers and all kinds of stuff when I got the tiny home and Channel 4, and they're all like, what programs did you use to get off the streets? Well, it was simple. I got a job, and then I got a better job, and then I started a business, and I kept the job, and... <laughs> It all moved on from there. But all the rest of this um, with the kids, it fits right into the five-year plans with China for the um, population replacement situation. I'm sure that was all discussed in the 50s and the 60s on how to um, unmotivate an entire generation and let them riot and everything's going to go and go from there. And um, I still think that... We all need to pray what's in God's will and keep close to each other. So, um. Thanks for the call, Mickey. Uh, Steve, call, Mickey. I'll let Steve answer this one. Uh, I know what he's talking about. You know, uh, it is a matter of making enough money to get off the streets for most people that, that are not psychologically impaired, you know, um, this Gen Z generation, they, you know, we see articles over and over again about how they don't want to work. I, and then we see articles saying, well, we want to work, but we're not getting paid enough. And, you know, in China, they have the same kind of problem. They have uh, a group, uh, kind of a, uh, a level of so, of intellectual elites that just refuse to work. They, they said, we're not going to participate in the system. And... I guess as long as the system will allow you to do that, you can get away with it. 
you know, I, my son that was on the on the lived on the streets. It wasn't an easy place to live, and uh, with assistance he survived. But eventually, you know, the streets take everybody if you don't find a way to get off. You know, there's there's a guy who calls into the station, used to call in the station all the time, Tracy, and he calls me from time to time. He chooses to live off grid. He chooses to be homeless, and uh, that's a that's a life choice. But most of these people, I don't I don't choose. I don't think that these younger the Gen Zs are choosing to 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 be homeless, but they just you know the partially they don't have any skills a lot of them you know they're, they're very poorly educated um even they you know have they have phds masters and bachelor's degrees and they can't get a job because they're in things that nobody wants you know people pay you to go to work for them if you make money for them steve i'll, I'll, I'll go back to the very beginning of the show when you brought up the topic you said you were starting to see you were starting to see a difference in the type of these kids that are homeless, which means, like I said, I think I think economically we're going to start seeing homeless people that really have no choice. The vast majority, I want to make it clear, the vast majority of the homeless are like Tracy, and they choose to be like that mainly because they have some sort of chemical habit, an illegal drug or a pharmaceutical drug habits that they're not allowed to live with with mom and dad or their aunts and uncles or, and their friends. They, they know that they're a problem when they're on their drugs. And so their choice to be homeless is, I, I want to do my drugs. I, I want to make sure that, Steve, I think you know, being a pharmacist, that a lot of the homelessness is a choice because of drugs. A lot of it is. A lot of it, well, it, it results from drugs. I don't know if it's a choice from drugs, but it, it results from drug addiction. Yeah, it does. we got Steve Mitchell. He's our guest on the Hot 50 Cup of Joe. If you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. We'll be right back. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7-8-foot-tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. 
since the closing of the gold window in 1971. The Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates LLC at Seven seven five three six thirteen sixty, you know, and we're talking back on the, the the homeless population. Oh, it's the one thing that is clear, and, and I'll just use Phoenix as an example. I'm sure Denver, uh, the Denver area, is similar. It has exploded. There are more homeless people today than ever. Matter of fact. Uh, one of the big homeless encampments uh, was in downtown Phoenix. It just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, this, that the businesses in downtown had to go to the government, right, saying, hey, you guys got to get these people out of here, right? They're, they're sleeping in front of my stores. They're, they're harassing people. Nobody wants to come in. And finally... Uh, they, they got law enforcement to go in. A judge ruled that the city had to dismantle this camp and gave them an end date. But I'm beginning to wonder, I mean, and I think this is true for any, and, and not even a major city. I mean, Phoenix, obviously a major city, but even, you know, these smaller cities, you know, 250,000, 100,000 people. Is this at the point now where between whether it's drugs, mental illness, financial, whatever you label you want to put on it. Do we need areas of town where we say, this is where the homeless people that, because at least here, uh, the shelters get filled up, but a lot of the people that I'll say live outside, 
They live outside because they want to. In other words, I don't want to go to the shelter. You know why? Because the shelter uh, doesn't allow me to drink, doesn't allow me to do drugs, uh, tells me what I can do, says i got to turn the lights out, i got to take a shower, whatever it may be. I don't want to do that stuff. Uh, are we obligated? Is, the government, is it to the point now where, okay, this is not going to end, this is only getting worse, uh, do we need to have designated... Uh, homeless people that don't want to live in shelters, you go live here, which is away uh, from businesses and away from uh, you know the the general population. And would that even <clears throat> would that even work? Because uh, obviously a lot of them panhandle or steal to get what they need. But but are we at that point where we need to figure out what to do with these people? Because it's spreading every. I mean, it's all over town. It's in Scottsdale. It's in Phoenix. It's in Glendale, Peoria. It doesn't matter what city uh, that you're in. It's everywhere down here. You know, I think that we need to think differently. I think we need to think about, you know, it is not unusual to go off, you know, if you type in Great Depression and, you know, Wikipedia or any source brings up pictures, you see these pictures of, bread lines and people living on the streets and hobos jumping on trains and and you know stories of people leaving food out for them as they tried to move around the united states looking for for work i think we're seeing our version of that now we're starting to see the beginning of it and i and i think that it's part of this collapse that has been engineered and you know these we were talking about the stand down in in the middle east you know they couldn't get a, a world war with ukraine that has that has failed, and now they're they're going to try to get a, a world war in the Middle East. They need a war. They need a war really bad because they have the banks that are way overextended. They they're completely insolvent. I they disagree have, with with that, Steve. I disagree with the, the need for a world war. You know, ec, the the economic state of the world was changed drastically, believe it or not, just by the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War had more spending involved than the World War II for, for America and for America bankers. So I, I do agree that, that a war is needed, absolutely. A world war, I think letting people talk about nuclear war and world war really beats that, that fear drum of control, Steve. But I don't think they need a, a world war. They can, they can alter this worldwide economic situation and, and geopolitics Plenty, plenty, plenty with uh, a Ukraine war, uh, a uh, an Israel Middle Eastern war, and yeah, maybe throw in a little bit of war with Taiwan, China, and that's not necessarily a world war, uh, Steve. But I think that gets the job done. But I, I, I want to, I just had to throw it out there because I think the whole world war thing is just a fear mongering thing that people just need to think about a little bit because they can economically and geopolitically accomplish the the powers that be what they want. Uh, Steve, I, I believe, with just very uh, sophisticated areas of the world going to go into war. I, I just don't think World War is coming. I, I think that the world has already been conquered. I think much of what the world is already under control, and what little they don't control, that's what this is all about. What little they don't control, that's what all of this is about. And let's face it, the, the, the economic state of the world is, is in dire straits. Uh, Joe, do you have a comment? Well, I mean... <laughs> You kind of mentioned a whole lot of places. Wait, wait, is yes. that World War? Well, three places. Okay. Three places. Well, that's, the Middle you know, East, when you Ukraine. Throw, when you throw Taiwan in, you're essentially saying we're going to war with China. Uh, that sounds like World War to me. 
Well, let me. I guess let me restate. Trench warfare, like World War One, which encased all of Europe and Asia, uh, and parts of Asia, and World War Two, you had. I mean, you literally had American and British firebombing entire German cities, and 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 Hiroshima, and Nagasaki, you know, blown off the off the face of the planet, and you had complete destruction of of so many people. I don't think we're going to see that, Joe. How's that? How, let me, let me, is that a better statement of it? Could be. We'll see. Uh, I know uh, the people of Gaza think that that's what's happened. Uh, I would venture to say that oh, yeah. most parts of Ukraine think that that is what's happened. But you're right. It, that, that's still only in a couple places. It's not uh, like World War II, right? How many countries uh, got leveled, right? You're talking dozens and dozens of them. Uh, you know, uh, totally destroyed. Uh, but, but you know, it, it is interesting what what is playing out now. How are all of this? How how all of this is tied together? So go, let's go back. You know, kind of talk about homeless and war. Steve brought up the Great Depression. That truly was. There was no jobs. We've got jobs today. There's plenty of jobs. Some they may suck, but there's jobs, plenty of them. And yet we've got record levels of homelessness. Right? And I think there's something bigger here, right? I, we're seeing, well, you know, the decay of society, and I'm wondering as people keep shifting down, you know, the middle class and we used to pride ourselves on this huge middle class it's almost to me like th- this is kind of an effect of people falling in class. And as they fall out of the middle class, a certain percentage just kind of fall out of society. And that's kind of what we've got with this homelessness, isn't it, really? You know, I, I can get a job, just not enough to provide. We'll be back with more Half Empty Cup. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home, or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. 
The Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out-sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Welcome back. Half Empty Cup of Joe. I got a caller coming in, 877-536-1360. I want to make a comment and I get Steve and then I'll, I'll, I'll get Glenn in. Uh, I heard Steve say it, you know, about bread lines and I heard Joe say it. I, I can absolutely make a case that we are and we have been in a depression for a long time. Uh, we talk about bread lines. We've had bread lines for decades. Right, Joe, you know, what is it, 43 million Americans on food stamps? That's that's a big, big ass breadline, okay? Depression. What happens during a depression? People are depressed. People are not in a good mood. People are having troubles. Well, I know since the Columbine shooting, how many times does a school get shot up? You know, we had the the, the shooting last week in Maine, right? Joe and I did a, a Friday show showing, and we kind of were talking about all of the different things, indicators of of how 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 the country is really just going in the wrong direction, all the indicators out there. I mean, I'll tell you right now, in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, you don't have German shepherds biting Secret Service agents at the White House 14 times during the Biden administration. Something's very wrong. In Alabama, they can't, they can't carry out the death sentence. They're incapable of doing it. Two, two death sentence uh, inmates had to postpone their executions in Alabama because they couldn't physically get it done. I think we are in a depression. See, the depression that we always look at, the pictures, they had one thing and one advantage over us as far as the civilians to know what they, how bad it was. They didn't have mind control television sets in their face telling them how good everything is if that's what the owners of society want them to think. The TV tells you about, you know, uh, these these – these shows where you're a big brother and, and, and all these goofy things to watch and all these goofy things to, to keep you distracted and keep your mind in a positive place while you constantly give away your freedoms over to the government. So are we in a depression? I think we're in a depression now. It's just that our minds aren't as... Uh, as, as we, we, we're talking about homeless kids that are just doing it because it's convenient. I don't think it was convenient back in the 1920s and 30s. But it's just—it's a state of mind. You don't have to think of being homeless as being a horrible thing, if you think it's an okay thing, right? It's a state of mind. I think we're in a depression. I think we've been in a depression. I think the collapse of of the housing market back in two thousand eight was that was it, that was it. And and they—I uh, think the timing of it wasn't to the liking of the bankers, and so I got pushed down to where we're at today, agenda twenty thirty, these things, right, Joe? And I. Steve, I want to go to you first, but I want to get Professor Glenn's been waiting. But but go ahead, Steve. Go ahead and uh, and, and respond, and we'll go to the caller. I don't disagree that that the bread lines have existed through the food stamp program for a long time. 
and it's been a way of bleeding off the pressure of revolt that that uh, has, that would be there if people couldn't get their food. But I don't like these people on the streets now. I, I think we're starting to see a different phase, and I think it's it was it's a key part of the Great Depression was dislocation of the population, people having to leave, not choosing to leave because they you know they wanted to go off and party, but having to leave, and that. That's what I sense with these people that I see moving around at night. I don't sense that these, they're not the population that I've seen before that were out there, you know, the rebel children of, of the parents who couldn't control them. These are people who can't find a place to live. And these yep. are people who don't have, they don't have the resources. And I think that is, that is the next step. That's really where we, we can say we're entering into a, a catastrophe because once that starts happening, you can't you can't back off. You know, at the nail salon, you know, I, I, as a pharmacist, I see a lot of things. But at the nail salon, I we're right at the base of society, right? I mean, this is the women of society, and and things are getting tight. Women are starting to pay a lot more attention. Thing, you know, things are slow everywhere. All the nail salons in America are slow. It's a very slow time right now because people are tight on money, and. Uh, what we see is that our, we're getting more business because the word on the street is that when you come and, you know, like Valentino works on your nails, instead of them lasting one or two weeks, they last three. I mean, we expect, if you do what Valentino tells you to do, we expect your nails to go three weeks. And usually they go four. You know, we and and we're starting to see people come and seek that out where they didn't used to. They just, like, they pop from nail salon to nail salon because... You know, they're like water bugs, but now they're being much more selective because their money is really tight right now. You know, hear a lot more when people call, they say, what does this cost? They didn't used to do that. They just call and say, you know, you know, I need to make an appointment. Now it's, what does it cost? And of course there's people who have, they have enough money. They don't have to worry about it, but, but a large percentage are, you know, we're like, we're, we have normal people come to the salon. We have all walks of life and we're seeing the people in the normal part of the population being really squeezed. And so I, I sense that we're looking at a collapse. We're looking at the beginning of a collapse. That's what I believe. Yep, absolutely. With all my yeah. heart, I believe that, yeah. Uh, Glenn, thank you for calling in. Uh, how would you like to add to this? Well, it's spot on to talk about the Great Depression because I, I taught this to eighth graders at the end of the day, 40 minutes every day. And they loved, well, they didn't love the Depression, but they got a good understanding about it and uh, but anyway we don't have soup lines like our bread lines like you would have seen in the pictures of the great depression we have digital soup lines and digital bread lines because of all things they get activated their independence card that gets money put on it and you can take some of it in cash and you can use the rest of it for your your uh, groceries you don't have to go up there and and use those those terrible food stamps anymore that everybody saw you have to peel out that, that's gone, okay? That, that stigma against it, no one knows. You're just using the debit card. They have no idea, okay? So, yeah, you're right. And look, the statistics, you know the government lies. You can just double anything they're saying to you. So whatever the unemployment rate is, double it. But the, the thing is now, and the reason there's plenty of jobs, Joe and Jason, is because there's nobody working. So everybody dropped out of society, you're right, but and they aren't working. Somehow they're, they're sustaining somehow. 
I don't know how if they're living in mommy's basement eating hot pockets. Well, Glenn, I'll say this. Glenn, Glenn, I'll stop right there because I'll I'll say this. Uh, Joe and I have been talking and talking and talking the last year and a half about how this, these job losses the Fed wants aren't happening, and I think it's because they print. You know, it's 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 I've said it so many times, and it's a fact. But it's hard to sink in how big, and you get to stick over the, uh, the the break, Lynn. 40% of all the money that's in circulation was printed in 2020. Of all the money that's floating around, 40% of it just that year. I think it takes a long time, Joe, right, to see the end of that trail. Are you looking for a simple, powerful way to boost your health and wellness? Gruska C60 Oral Supplement detoxifies your body at the cellular level, supporting brain, muscles, joints, organs, and nerve function. Joe's been taking C60 in sunflower oil for six months, and it improved his chronic joint pain and inflammation. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Tell them Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy. Final segment here of the Half Empty Cup, want to thank uh, Steve Mitchell for being with us today, uh, the callers, the texters, uh, it really, something's changed, there's no doubt, I, 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 I see it as clear as day. Uh, and, and I agree with Glenn, too, to a certain extent, the amount of people that aren't even counted in the workforce anymore. Uh, they've just, you know, wh- whether they, they've given up on society or, or they're just sitting in their parents' basement uh, or are part of the, the new uh, ever-expanding homeless population, there's definitely been a change in society, Glenn, I think without a doubt. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe some of it's that gig economy that a lot of these guys are into now that they might not show up on the radar either. They are getting income somehow, I guess. But, like, since I retired, Joe, I'm busier now than I was when I was working. I've got five jobs because no one, all my buddies that need help called me and said, hey, can you help me out one day a week? You're not doing anything. Well, when five people call you and say that, <laughs> your, week, your week's filled up, right? So... I mean, I don't mind it. It's fun, but I'm doing what I want to do. It's great, but you think about all the people that have to work three or four or two or three jobs, maybe four, just to make ends meet in this crazy economy because the Fed has crushed them. Eric was right. The minimum wage should be $35, and that's a dated comment. It should probably maybe be 40 or 45 now, right? Yeah, and Glenn, you know what would happen if that happened? If they, uh, let's just say uh, old Biden says, okay, $30 an hour. Boy, Joe, what would happen to the inflation at $30 an hour minimum wage countrywide? What would happen to the inflation then, Joe? Well, and again, I think this is kind of what we're, we're figuring out, aren't we? You know, I, I I didn't think I would see fast food paying, you know, in this town, it, it's 15 uh, close to $20 an hour. Bank of America is going to be paying $25 an hour. Uh, by 2025, uh, just to uh, you know, be be a, be a clerk at, at the bank. I mean, look at the UAW, right? Look at their contracts uh, that they just all got signed. I mean, this is this is exactly what. And, and, and the problem is, the second you pay that much, that's the second that's no longer enough, right? And and and, and it's hard to get out of that spiral uh, when you're in a fiat money system. And I think we're looking, Joe, at something that's going to be like hyperinflation and it's just going to be a question of how severe how how fast is this getting going to speed up but uh, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show steve i just want we never we don't always get you a good a good uh a, a promo of your business uh blue dragon spa why don't you tell the folks about your business a little more uh, you know how, where they can find you in a phone number yeah the blue dragon spa is uh, over in longmont it's on hover street across from walgreens um, you can call for a reserva- you know, for a appointment. The phone number is 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. It's a different kind of spa. It doesn't smell bad. We don't tell you you can't talk. We don't rush the customers through. Our Wi-Fi is faster than my house's Wi-Fi. It's set up for people to be a community. Uh, we have copies of books. You know, we, we talked about that book, Cause Unknown by Edward Dowd, where he talks about all the people dying from the vaccines uh, and pre- presents the data. A couple copies over there. Valentina makes me hide them, but if you ask, she'll show you where they're at. Um, high value. It's a high value place, and it was designed to be that way, and we'd appreciate it if you come by. Over there in Longmont, what's the address again? The address is uh, 1811 uh, Hover Street. There you go. That's Steve Mitchell, our guest today. Joe and Jason, we'll be back tomorrow. Patriot Radio News Hour at 9 a.m. Alex Jones up next. We'll see you. Thanks for having me, guys. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt, too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492.
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 